When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your bite-sized daily roundup of the biggest news from the world of film. This is The Daily Reel with Van Connor. Hello and welcome to the inaugural edition of the Weekly Reel for May 24th to 28th, 2021. This is a new weekend omnibus edition we're trying out, something for those who want a longer show with fewer episodes without missing any of the week's film industry and entertainment news. But please feel absolutely free to get in touch, give us your thoughts. It was a hell of a week too, it was the week Sir Ian McKellen turned 82 years old, Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor turned 20, and all of this was kicking off. Dwayne Johnson has joined the cast of animated family film DC's League of Super Pets and will voice Crypto the Superdog. Famously the beloved furry friend of Superman, Crypto is a white Labrador with all of the powers of his owner who even wears his own red cape attached to his collar. The movie's reportedly been in the works for some time now, with the bulk of the animation work complete as the film now finalises its all-star cast of furry heroes and the fiends who'll face them. Expect appearances from the likes of Ace the Bat-Hound and Aquaman's drum-playing octopus Topo. Jared Stern will co-direct with Sam Levine from a script he wrote himself, and the film's eyeing for release on the 20th of May 2022. DC's League of Super Pets won't be the only Dwayne Johnson-fronted DC flick out in 2022, though. Just two months later, Johnson will also swoop into theatres again as the eponymous Black Adam. Long-time arch-rival of Shazam, the anti-hero will be facing off with the Justice Society of America on the 29th of July next year. Next up, the chiseled cut of prime British beef that is The Witcher's Henry Cavill has signed on to front Lionsgate's forthcoming Highlander reboot. The former Superman has teamed up with John Wick director Chad Stahelski for a big-budget reimagining of the 1986 original that, despite bombing, the box office went on to garner a huge cult following. Such a following, of course, meant that Highlander would later become something of an improbable cross-platform franchise, spawning sequels, TV series, novels, comic books, and video games of varying degrees of quality. The first film, though, followed Christopher Lambert's Conor MacLeod, a Scottish swordsman who's fatally wounded in the 16th century. Later found by Sean Connery's Egyptian Ramirez, just, just go with it, he learns that he's one of a handful of humans, born completely immortal unless beheaded. MacLeod's then drafted into a secret war between the immortals, having to face off against Clancy Brown's Kurgan for the mysterious prize. It's not currently clear exactly who Carol will be playing in the film, 
film. Sources say he'll either be the protagonist McLeod or his mentor Ramirez. The smart money's probably on the former, but there's still the possibility of a reimagining on the table, with the mythos kept intact but the narrative substantially altered. There's no release date on the new Highlander as yet, but expect more casting announcements soon. Henry Cavill, meanwhile, is presently filming the second season of The Witcher and has recently signed on to return as the venerable detective Sherlock in Netflix's Enola Holmes 2. If I have to choose between one evil and another, then I prefer not to choose at all. Prepare yourself for this one. Kevin Spacey will return to acting in a movie where he's set to play a detective investigating a wrongly accused paedophile. In probably the most baffling bit of casting since Coppola thought Keanu Reeves could convincingly pull off British, Spacey signed on to star in an Italian film titled L'Uomo Shedieno Dio, or The Man Who Drew God. The feature will follow a visually impaired artist who draws people by listening to their voices, and whose increased fame sees him wrongfully accused of allegations of underage sexual assault. For those who missed the Kevin Spacey allegations back in 2017, the House of Cards actor was accused by several men of sexual abuse and inappropriate behaviour, dating back decades. At least one of the accusers has alleged that at the time of the abuse, he was underage. In a vague, mealy-mouthed explanation at the time, Spacey bizarrely attempted to deflect the allegations by coming out as a homosexual, a move that infuriated gay rights advocates who accused him of conflating queerness with abuse and paedophilia. The actor is currently embroiled in legal battles across two continents and denies any wrongdoing. Luermo Diero Dio will be directed by the inimitable Franco Nero, who also co-star in the picture alongside his wife, legendary British actress Vanessa Redgrave. No release date has been announced. You have no brain. No judgment calls are necessary. What you think means nothing. What you feel means nothing. Timothy Chalamet will lead the forthcoming Charlie and the Chocolate Factory prequel, Wonka, as the titular chocolatier himself. The exact details of the film's plot remain a closely guarded secret, but the feature will explore the upbringing and early adulthood of Roald Dahl's beloved literary icon, Willy Wonka. What little we do now know has been expanded upon with Chalamet's casting, as representatives for the Little Women actor have confirmed that the movie will in fact be a musical, and that Chalamet will be doing his own singing and dancing in the picture. The character has famously been played twice before, first in 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which starred the inimitable Gene Wilder in arguably his most iconic role, and secondly, of course, in Tim Burton's ill-advised remake in 2005, which saw Johnny Depp memorably putting his own spin on the material. The latter film did make space during its extended runtime to give Wonka a limited backstory. His father was apparently a dentist who hated sweets, but it's unlikely that'll be carried over to this new interpretation. Wonka will be directed by Paddington Helmer Paul King, with production expected to begin this September, and the film currently slated for the 17th of March, 2023. I have loved you ever since I've known you, Joe. I couldn't help it. And, and I tried to show and you wouldn't let me, which is fine. No. But I must make you here now and give me an answer, because I cannot go on like this any longer. Please, please I gave don't. up billiards. I gave up everything you didn't like. I'm happy I did. It's fine. And I waited, and I never complained, because I... You know, I figured you'd love me, Joe! Director Adam Wingard, fresh off the success of Godzilla vs. Kong, has signed on to lead Universal's comic book feature Hardcore. 
The adaptation, which he'll co-write with Will Simmon, will be based on a story by The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman and centers around the so-called Hardcore Program, a biotech system which can turn anybody into a human drone to allow agents to get to targets they normally couldn't reach. Following Hardcore Operative Agent Drake, the feature will see him stranded in a body with only 72 hours to discover who's hijacked the program, in a world where anybody could suddenly become a threat. Windguard's currently got a busy slate ahead of him, having already agreed to give Warner Brothers an animated Thundercats film, Legendary, another Monsterverse title, and Paramount a face-off sequel. It's currently not clear in which order he intends to tackle said projects. As such, rather understandably, no release date for Hardcore has been set as yet. That is the discovery of the Millennium. You can't strip it for parts. Hold it. of Legion and owner of an improbably badass name, Amber Midthunder will lead the next Predator movie. Coming from Dan Trachtenberg, the feature, codenamed Skulls, will be a drastic paring down compared to previous installments. A period piece, the film will take place in pre-colonized America, revolving around a Comanche woman who goes against gender norms and traditions to become a warrior capable of fending off an aggressive hunter from another world. Described as a mostly dialogue-free, one-on-one survival thriller, the film's reportedly been in production since 2018, shortly after the release of the last Predator film, Shane Black's 2018 effort, The Predator. That flick released a commercial success, but tepid reactions from critics and fans, and clearly merited a directional change for the franchise. No release schedule for Skulls is known as yet, but shooting's expected to begin in the next couple of months. So how she ended up stitched in David's memory? This would be an awesome place to have Helicopters coming in, gunships, ninjas on fast ropes. Why? I don't know. Let's ask the doctor. Naughty's icon Lindsay Lohan is set to return to acting in a Netflix Christmas movie. To be directed by Janine Damien, the currently untitled feature will follow Lohan as a newly engaged, spoilt hotel heiress who, after a classic movie skiing accident that breaks zero bones but imbues her with retrograde amnesia, will find herself in the care of a handsome lodge owner and his precocious daughter right before Christmas. Yet one of those films. The Mean Girls actress has largely abstained from acting in recent years since her public difficulties with addiction and her mental health. Her last feature film role was in Paul Schrader's dismally received erotic drama The Canyons in 2013, opposite porn star and accused sex offender James Dean. Production on Lohan's untitled Netflix Christmas rom-com is set to begin in November, with a release date expected for the holiday season next year. I guess I'll never know what I missed on that first day of health class. Don't have sex, because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it, promise? John Cena has found himself at the center of an international outrage, being forced to apologize to the Chinese after rightly calling Taiwan a country. See, the People's Republic of China maintains contentiously that Taiwan is simply a territory of Beijing. But Cena, whilst promoting the ninth Fast and Furious movie F9, The Fast Saga, on Taiwanese channel TVBS, stated, Taiwan is the first country that can watch F9. 
Cena has since posted a mealy-mouthed apology video meant to satiate the government of the fastest-growing cinematic market in the world, where F9 has already made $135 million. The video, entirely in Mandarin, saw Cena say, I made a mistake. Now I have to say one thing which is very, very, very important. I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm very sorry for my mistakes. Sorry, sorry, I'm really sorry. You have to understand that I love and respect China and Chinese people. UK audiences can look forward to experiencing the NOS-fueled insanity of F9 The Fast Saga in cinemas on the 24th of June. Can you imagine the advances in alliance with these creatures might bring? I imagine the advances. An advance on Washington, New York, an advance on Chicago. It's not gonna happen. They literally call themselves Decepticons. That doesn't set off any red flags. Enough! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Drink great gin. Make a difference. We handcraft our gins with only the finest botanicals and use our profits to support charities and initiatives that provide relief to struggling hospitality workers. Visit hospitalitygin.co.uk to find out more. Hospitality Gin. Drink great gin. Make a difference. J.J. Abrams has finally given an update on his video game adaptation of the classic title Portal. First announced eight years ago, the film would adapt the franchise, which began in 2007, and centred on Chell, a mute woman stolen away for scientific testing. In a top-secret automated facility, she's handled a gun that can create two interconnected wormholes and forced to solve a series of lethal puzzles to test the device at the behest of the sarcastic and insulting AI GLaDOS. Virtually nothing has been heard about the film in almost a decade, but whilst the Star Trek director was promoting the forthcoming 4K release, of Super 8, he was asked about the feature and gave the following update. We actually do have a script that's being written for the Portal movie now at Warner Brothers. It feels like that thing is finally on the rails. The update comes as a surprise, given that neither the studio nor Abrams have made clear exactly who is penning said script. Fingers crossed it won't be another eight years until we get a second update at least. This is Captain James C. Kirk of the USS Enterprise. 
The ship is compromised. Too close to the singularity to survive without assistance, which we are willing to provide. Disgraced producer and convicted rapist Harvey Weinstein has again used a legal paperwork loophole to delay his extradition to Los Angeles. Weinstein's lawyer, Norman Effman, filed a successful motion this week alleging for the second time that the necessary paperwork required for the transfer was insufficient and required an additional hearing. The delay tactics are solely to avoid a court hearing in LA that would see Weinstein face a further five victims and 11 counts of sexual crimes. The former producer is currently serving a 23-year sentence at the Wenday Correctional Facility in New York and would not be eligible for parole until 2039. If extradited to LA, the 69-year-old would likely see his sentence extended to the point where he would inevitably spend the rest of his days in prison. Harvey Weinstein's next hearing is now penciled in for the 15th of June. Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> In one of the biggest paradigm shifts the movie industry has ever seen, Amazon have bought MGM, the venerable studio behind the James Bond films. The industry-shattering acquisition cost Amazon a truly eye-watering $8.45 billion and is the first of what's expected to be a series of mergers between big tech and the Hollywood system of old. The mega-company owned by billionaire and Lex Luthor cosplayer Jeff Bezos gave a short statement on the matter which read, Amazon will help preserve MGM's heritage and provide customers with greater access to their existing works. Through this acquisition, Amazon would empower MGM to continue to do what they do best. Great storytelling. As for Bond, the companies have clarified that the merger will not make the franchise an on-demand-only property, and that they would honour the storied history of MGM's theatrical legacy. No Time to Die, Daniel Craig's long-delayed final outing as 007, is currently still set to hit UK cinemas on September 30th. You made such a bold entrance into a little drama. Did I overcomplicate the plot? Who doesn't appreciate the occasional twists? Mr. Bond. James Bond. Steven Spielberg has cast himself, sort of. The legendary director has handpicked newcomer Gabriel LaBelle to play him in the forthcoming biopic about his childhood. The choice comes after a protracted search, the details of which have been something of a closely guarded secret in Hollywood. Reportedly, the roles of the major adults in his young life were all easy casts for Spielberg, with Michelle Williams, Paul Dano and Seth Rogen all on board as the Jurassic Park filmmaker's mother, father and favourite uncle, respectively. However, the search for the young leads, who'll portray Spielberg and his friends, proved more intensive. Little's known of the film's plot, other than that it'll take place during a summer in Arizona and will follow a child inspired by Spielberg as he discovers his love for making movies. The film has been penned by Spielberg himself, along with frequent collaborator Tony Kushner, and the unnamed project expected to begin production towards the end of this summer. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think of the Howard should. University in Washington, D.C. have announced plans to rename their College of Fine Arts after the late actor and alumni Chadwick Boseman. The Black Panther star, who sadly passed away last August at the age of 43 following a secret battle with colon cancer, was a proud representative of the college, even returning in 2018 to give a commencement speech to that year's graduates and working with the faculty on plans for expanding and improving the college.
In a press release, Howard President Wayne A.I. Frederick said, Chadwick's love for Howard University was sincere, and although he did not live to see our plans through to fruition, it is my honour to ensure his legacy lives on through the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. The university has said that construction on a new facility in his name will begin shortly, and will be fundraised and partly paid for by Disney CEO Bob Iger. Evacuate the city, engage all defenses, and get this man a shield. Grab your chainsaw and reload your boomstick, because there's a new Evil Dead coming. The upcoming film, titled Evil Dead Rise, will continue the continuity of the original trilogy and its sequel series, Ash vs. Evil Dead. However, rather than following the series' perennial hero Ash Williams, the new feature will center around two estranged sisters, whose reunion in the big city is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons hell-bent on swallowing their souls and devouring their organs. Starring Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan, Evil Dead Rise will be executive produced by franchise originators Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. On board to write and direct the new project, though, is the hole-in-the-ground helmer Lee Cronin, while the film's set to release exclusively on HBO Max. No production schedule has been announced. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Aaron Taylor Johnson has signed on to portray legendary Spider-Man villain Kraven the Hunter for Sony Pictures. In yet another bid to expand their Spideyless Spider-Verse, which already includes Tom Hardy's Venom and Jared Leto's yet-to-be-released Morbius, Sony have cast Taylor Johnson as the legendary comic book character who first appeared all the way back in 1964. A Stan Lee creation, Craven the Hunter is a big-game hunter obsessed with hunting the most dangerous prey in the wildest of locations, which, because comic books, leads him to hunt the web-slinging wall crawler amidst the urban jungles of New York. It's unclear what exactly a Craven the Hunter movie would look like without Spider-Man, but Taylor Johnson's casting also creates something of a continuity hiccup moving forwards. The actor previously portrayed the superhero Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron, and given that Spider-Man Homecoming's Michael Keaton villain Vulture recently showed up in the Morbius trailer effectively linking the two universes, well, this one's doubtless going to annoy the fanboys. Either way, Craven the Hunter will be directed by J.C. Shandor, and it'll debut on the 13th of January, 2020. You didn't see that coming? Kevin Clark, best known for playing drummer Freddie Jones, aka Spazzy McGee in School of Rock, has died at the age of 32. Chicago police have confirmed that at around 1.20 yesterday morning, Clark was struck by a 20-year-old woman in a Hyundai Sonata whilst riding his motorcycle. The crash was apparently so severe that in just under an hour, he was pronounced dead at the Illinois Masonic Medical Center. School of Rock, the 2003 film which also starred Jack Black and was directed by Richard Linklater, has become a cultural touchstone for millennials in the years since its release, and has even been adapted to both a three-season Nickelodeon TV show and a West End musical from Andrew Lloyd Webber. In a tribute to Clark, Jack Black called the news devastating and wrote on social media, Kevin is gone way too soon, a beautiful soul, sending love to his family and the whole School of Rock community. School of Rock was Clark's only film by choice, though he remained an avid and gifted musician for his entire life. He is survived by his mother, Alison. Here's the deal. I've got a hangover. Who knows what that means? Doesn't that mean you're drunk? No. It means I was drunk yesterday. It means you're an alcoholic. Wrong. You wouldn't come to work hungover unless you're an alcoholic. Dude, you got a disease. Hmm. 
Val Kilmer, iconic star of stage and screen, is to be the subject of a documentary from Amazon Studios and A24. Kilmer's career has seen him portray iconic roles ranging from Batman in Batman Forever and Iceman in Top Gun to Jim Morrison in The Doors and Chris Hurlis in Heat. In recent years, however, the artist's life has been dominated by a lengthy and difficult battle with throat cancer that's left his voice raspy and strained. The documentary, which will be directed by Leo Scott and Ting Poo, will utilise a combination of new interviews with Kilmer and his friends and family, as well as footage of the actor's life and journaled thoughts across four decades. A grateful Kilmer told reporters, At least once a day for years I looked around and got this bittersweet feeling that there are a thousand reasons that this project could have been shipwrecked. It is unimaginable that this movie actually could have ever come to light without the partnership of my dear friends, Leo and Ting. The film, entitled Val, is set to release at some point later this year, but is rumoured to be making its debut at the Cannes Film Festival this summer. Kilmer, meanwhile, can next be seen returning to the role of Iceman in Top Gun Maverick, which will hit cinemas on the 19th of November. You! You are still dangerous. You can be my wingman anytime. You can be mine. New releases you can find in UK cinemas this weekend include the smash hit anime feature spin-off Demon Slayer Mugen Train, the Irish abortion documentary The Eighth, the quirky stage drama adaptation mystery Zebra Girl, Ruby Rose action of Vanquish, the Spanish student drama Grenada Knights, horror sequel The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, music documentary Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, animated adventure Felix and the Hidden Treasure, Bank Job, family drama Frankie, the Ben Wishaw thriller Sir, also out on digital, football documentary Alex Ferguson Never Give In, now also streaming on Amazon Prime, and Cruella, which is also available on Disney Plus Premier Access. That was the weekly reel for May 24th to 28th. Have a great bank holiday weekend, stay safe, keep it cinematic, and we'll see you on Tuesday. The Daily Reel is a Candy Saw production presented by Van Connor and written by Calvin Prickett. All information is correct at the time of writing and source links are in the description for each episode. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on all good podcast platforms or ask Alexa to install the Daily Reel skill for your morning flash briefing. Follow the show on social at Daily Reel Pod and we'll be back every weekday. Until then, keep it cinematic. 